Well, hi everyone, how you doing? Welcome back to the Opening Minds Podcast. Happy to have you here today. Thanks for joining me. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, federal government's UAP UFO report that came out on uh, Friday, June 25th, 2021. Uh, A lot of people, I got the feeling felt disappointed by the report. They wanted more specifics in there. They wanted a lot more detail. It was only nine pages long, but there's a couple things we need to keep in mind. First of all, it's just a uh, declassified version of a much longer report. We're told that the longer report had a lot more detail in it, photographs, uh, members of the U.S. government that had security clearances were shown a 40-minute video which allegedly some said was like watching uh, a science fiction film 40 minutes of UFOs you can imagine that with all of the detail that you would get from satellites and you know state-of-the-art military sensor systems cameras and so forth so there was a longer report but I felt that the declassified report did did a lot it basically said there's something out there we don't know what it is and it's something we need more resources to study it's it's important and the subject deserves more scrutiny uh it could be uh a hazard to airline flight safety the report went through a number of possible explanations for these 144 objects that are mentioned in the report. Only one had an explanation they could say for sure, which was the good old weather balloon, right? There you go. You got to have the weather balloon in there, a deflated party balloon or something like this. But I think uh, now the rest of the report um, talked about, you know, foreign drone technology, secret U.S. projects, the usual suspects, but it did have this category of other. (laughs) Now, this is a big change from previous reports. The the previous uh, studies from the U.S. government, uh, going all the way back to Project Sign, which was the best of them were the you remember the engineers from Wright-Patterson in 1947 came to the conclusion that the debris from this Roswell wreckage was indeed extraterrestrial. They signed their names to this report and they said it, it could be extraterrestrial. But that was the last we heard of it. Everything else from their project grudge onward just said there were conventional explanations. Uh, all the way up to the Condon Committee report in 1969, which the Air Force ordered to close down. You know, they wanted to shut down Project Blue Book, and they wanted a civilian committee to uh, give them the go-ahead to do this. And Condon, you know, basically said what we've heard so many times, but there's just nothing to this. It doesn't have any scientific significance. It's almost entirely explainable away uh, by conventional explanations. And Project Blue, had, Blue Book had come to a similar conclusion. Even though they had like 20% unknowns, they said there, well, if we had more information, we could probably explain them away. But this most recent report from the UAP task force, I mean, this is the first time we've had serious government 
response to this topic and they did not say they could explain it away they didn't say if we just had more information we could explain it away they left it in the category of other so i think that's a big uh i think it's a big change right there and they left the door open for more research more information but it got even better by the end of the day because deputy deputy secretary of defense of the pentagon issued a memo to all uh I believe it said commanders of the military in all four branches. Kathleen Hickson, I believe her name is, said, uh, we want to receive any UAP UFO reports that you're observing and you have to send it to the UAP task force within two weeks. We've never had that before. That's... uh, that's kind of incredible. They're basically saying you have to report your UFOs. You have to, uh, from all branches, you have to kind of get your collection and reporting systems together. It was a kind of a statement to collect data in a uniform way. We know the Air Force has not been very forthcoming over the decades, uh, to, to put it mildly, about any of their information. They haven't contributed, Air Force hasn't contributed anything to the recent uh, efforts that we've seen publicly from incidents. I mean, these Navy pilots have encountered these objects over their military operating areas. Well, what about the Air Force? They use the same training areas. So, uh, so I thought that was a big accomplishment. Now, what we could expect next if this keeps on building is more witnesses to come forward. This is something I've said many times, and I think it's very important uh, to many witnesses out there. I've spoken to some of them. You haven't heard from them yet. They have a lot of good evidence, uh, lots of strong evidence, physical evidence in some cases. They could be sharing this. The UAP report on the 25th did mention sociocultural stigma, this idea that people are afraid to share their sightings and information because of fear of ostracism and impacts on your career that whole thing you know and that could flip around we live in a time of lots of different types of media lots of ways people get information this could become a sought-after commodity is witness sightings so instead of being ostracized people could be you know could have a real positive aura around it of having seen one of these objects and doing your job and reporting it. So I think this could lead to a ver- kind of a, what we call a virtuous cycle, not a vicious cycle, but a virtuous cycle where we get more information, people are encouraged to come forward, people you know, your neighbors, relatives, sharing information that they've been reluctant to share in the past because of the perceived negative consequences on their life. So that's what I think the significance of this is at the moment. This is a developing story and it could mark a turning point in how our society looks at the larger universe. I mean, it's a big universe out there, even a bigger multiverse. So what other life forms are out there? And are we observing some of them right now? So it's these are very, you know, in our oceans and our skies. Very good questions. I think this is off to a great start, and I look forward to sharing more information with you. So thanks a lot. Take care for now, and we'll see you in the next Opening Minds podcast. Bye.